Hey, Biggs. Hey, Enzo. Stop! <laughs> Everything all right, bud? No, everything's not all right. The world is on fire. <laughs> Wrestling's crazy. I don't know if you knew that or not. But you know what's not crazy? Quit the build. Quit the build. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I could. I had nothing better. You know what? It's, it's a crazy news day. It's a Friday. We don't do these things on Friday. Quitthebuild.com. Go there. They are awesome. They're the amazing podcast network. They bring you Double DQ and many other things. Quitthebuild.com. They got a merchandise store. Go check it out. They got some awesome shirts. They got some cups. They got stuff. That's all I know. They got stuff. Uh, they got a Facebook <laughs> page. Go there. Leave them a message and say that Quit the Build sent you. Nope, that's wrong. Double DQ sent you. I'm never going to get through one of these without it actually making sense. But guys, we love them. And we hope that you love them too. ceiling and, and and just think about how lovely it is not to be working it's the beauty of being in a house by yourself did you that, just low-key sing... say that you starfish on your floor naked staring at your ceiling what why did you tell people that stop <laughs> i thought everybody does that i'm, I'm the only one <laughs> yeah no maybe <laughs> i don't know I'm not in their homes. I don't know what they do. It's not my problem. Just hey, know what they're all doing. I'm going to segue that and say, you know who does have problems? Who's uh, that? <laughs> Vince McMahon has a lot of problems. Uh, in, in a very serious note, I think that there's a lot of things that have happened since the last time we've talked, but we need to start from the top and work our way down. It's the only way to do it because it's unavoidable with the legal uh, the legality of what's going around uh, with Vince McMahon currently. I'm going to throw the word allegedly around a lot because nothing is proven until it has been proven. I feel like that's a safe way to approach this, but I'm going to start with a statement today released by WWE and its board of directors as they jointly released this following statement from Stanford, Connecticut and the board of directors today announced a special committee that a special committee of the board is conducting an investigation into the alleged misconduct by chairman and CEO Vincent Kennedy McMahon and John Laurinaitis. That's a whole other thing we'll get to a head of talent relations and that effective immediately McMahon has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman of the board until the conclusion of this investigation. McMahon will retain his role and responsibilities related to WWE's creative content during this period and remains committed to cooperating with the review underway. The special committee has appointed Stephanie McMahon to serve as interim CEO and interim chairwoman. Now, there is a statement from Stephanie that I will also uh, read right now. Um, WWE and its board of directors take all allegations of mis... Oh, sorry. Is this from... Wait a minute. I think I might... Uh, 
I don't actually know who, what, what statement this is from. I'll read it. WWE and its board of directors take all allegations of misconduct very seriously. The independent directors of the board engage independent legal uh, counsel to assist. So a, a separate counsel will do this, a third party, to assist them with the independent review. In addition, the special committee and WWE will work with an independent third party to conduct comprehensive review of company's po- uh, compliance program, HR function, and overall culture of the company. And the board do not expect to have further comment until the investigation is concluded. Um, I did have Stephanie McMahon's uh, quote. I can't seem to get it to pull up right now. But yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Vince McMahon is currently in a bit of legal issue with the fact that he had, I will say an affair. I'm going to say an affair. Because technically he is married, though it has been noted that him and Linda McMahon have not been together for quite some time. Wait, wait. is this a legal issue? This is not the legal issue part. The legal issue part comes into the fact that while this relationship was said to be consensual with this person who is a paralegal for WWE, it was a female employee hired on as as part of a legal team. Um, And now this is where I'll say the word allegedly during all of the cuts of 2021 where many mass layoffs were happening for you know budget cuts this and that whatever you want to say even though a company like the wwe is having their best financial year every single year for five years straight um this person was apparently being promoted and given from a hundred thousand dollars a year to two hundred thousand dollars a year so on and so forth so hundreds of thousands of dollars of a year raise for this individual and then I'm I'm not too sure on the, the the thick and thin on the rest of this, but I do know that obviously it, it broke off it broke off in some capacity. It was over. And as a allegedly hush money payment for for her not speaking out on anything, depending on what happened, we don't know what happened. Um, she was given to the sum of three point something million dollars. Uh, a million up front and the rest over the course of the next three years to stay quiet. This came out obviously. And the other issue is that uh, uh, quid pro quo where you, you, you cannot, you cannot get raises and promotions for personal favors and so on and so forth. I mean, we know what that word means. Uh, yeah. But he's Vince, not in any kind of legal trouble though. Right. Who? Vince McMahon, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. This is just something oh, like yeah. no, the Wall is, Street Journal is, put something out. And this is very much legal. Well, legal trouble as in... Legal means against the law. means you could lose your freedom. Yeah, no, I thought not, this was no, no, just no, no. his it, job it, was in jeopardy. He's not going to jail. Well, I mean, okay. So it's let's, not let's walk that back. Let's walk that back. Uh, what if the reason why this person's no longer with the company... Yes, he could be in legal trouble because one of the lines that came out was from a, from an account from someone who noticed or, or, or spoke up about so one of the situations. This female uh, personnel was, and I quote, this person said, handed off from Vince McMahon to John Laurinaitis like a toy. So if there was some sort of misconduct in that capacity – that's a that's a legal nightmare not only is that a personal legal nightmare but it's also like and this is like that's the the upfront part of this whole story is a person could have been harmed in some way allegedly um that a person obviously felt scared in some way because that report came out that this person allegedly looked terrified felt terrified whatever there's a lot of things that you know 
under the right light and you say, and if this person comes forward and says this happened or that happened, you know, I'm not going to speculate on what those things could be or couldn't be. But yeah, there's, 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 there's a legal web of trouble that could possibly happen and unravel from that. But as far as the company standpoint, which is second in my mind, you know, the person comes first, but it's the second, like we're talking like over the past month, why have so many uh, stocks been sold with WWE? Who saw this come coming? Stephanie McMahon stepping away, or I say stepping away. She was removed. Shane, not there anymore. Hasn't been there for a while. Um, you look at the stocks and how they were 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 plummeting and all this other stuff. And you look at the how many shares have been sold lately. Who knew? How how long did they know? What did they know? This is a nightmare. And and I want to say, I know I'm talking a lot and I apologize, but I want to say this is nuts. The next thing I'm going to say is nuts. Two things. The first is actually three things. It's just this whole thing is nuts. Um Tonight at five o'clock, I think it's Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer is interviewing Vince McMahon on CNN. What? I want to know what the heck is going to be said there. But the other crazy thing is that tonight on SmackDown, Vince McMahon will appear at eight o'clock mm-hmm. in character. And then Maria Kanellis on Twitter went out and say, isn't this disrespectful of the woman hurt in this situation? It's not a joke. WWE's company culture of fear and abuse of power is not a joke. I'm going to look up another quote by somebody uh, if you want to take over from here, because this is I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by how much there is to discuss. There is a lot to discuss. And as sad as I am to say this, um, and this isn't um, anything towards Vince McMahon in anything that allegedly happened, um, anything that occurred, any damages that were done to anyone. But the wrestling business is crazy. And a lot of the, the younger viewers, the younger fans of pro wrestling may not know how much crazy stuff has gone on in wrestling. And this is no way excuses anything. This is just why I'm not so surprised. Um, Vince McMahon has turned his company into a public entity. You know, it's publicly traded. So if there's something going on, things that would never have came out years ago are going to come out now um, where he could keep something if anything happened, you know, this, this is all, you know, these are accusations. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not true. I just know that um, the position he had the company in years ago, when things came out, he was in charge of everything. He could shut everything down. The people could close ranks and that was it. That's not the case today. When you are a publicly traded company, you open yourself up to quite a bit of, uh, well, you, you, you've put yourself under a microscope and you can't change the results like you, you have to him stepping down as CEO today and Stephanie being interim CEO. Two things go to come to mind with that. The first thing that comes to mind is she's doing it, but will he still be running the company? And she's absolutely just the, the figurehead. Absolutely. You know, that's the first thing that I, yeah, I think that absolutely. They're trying to pull the rug over people's eyes, but it's pretty freaking clear. And also in the same press release, he's still going to be in creative control. Like, I think you need to step away. 
And that's never going to happen because Vince McMahon does not step away. And if You're Vince McMahon steps away, I know there's a lot of us that crap on the current product, but there's a chance that that stock price takes a hit when you take the person that built it into what it is away. Um, but if this is true, I mean, you have to understand that um, you have a responsibility to your stakeholders and what may happen to the company in the future if they appear to be soft on bad behavior. So yeah. there's a lot of things to look at. Again, I, I don't I, I don't know what happened or if anything happened. But I, I will say that, um, again, the wrestling business is wild. And there's been a lot over the years that has happened. If you're a person like me who watches shoot interviews, you hear of a lot of crazy stuff that happened that that happened and the only reason you know about it is because the the people involved were no longer with us so now someone felt comfortable telling us about it right um but again we don't know if this is true or not um but if it is oh you know i don't think vince mcmahon would step down and this is again my opinion means nothing but i don't think vince mcmahon would step down in a way unless there was something like there was some some fire to the smoke you know and that's that's kind of where i mean and again that's me speculating we have to look back though we have to look back at the 80s when the whole thing with the female referee uh i'm sure you remember that where mm-hmm. the female referee wanted the job but apparently got into uh, his limo and had to do uh sexual favors now, uh, for- was this proven I um, always, uh, I thought this was an allegation. And again, then, yeah, again, it's one of those things that that conveniently went away. But then also, you look back to the steroids trial, which, which that was proven, you know, and and for the most part, and um, well, no, all right. Look, so there's there's different parts to that. We got to make sure we get this right. So um, we know everyone was using steroids. We know they weren't getting them in a legal way. But what they were trying to do is say that Vince forced them to do it and that he was found not guilty because it was like an implied he likes big guys, but he never told anyone, if you don't do this, then you're not going to have a spot. Vince McMahon back in the day didn't build many people. He took people from yeah. other places that had been Just built. Just all and the he mostly chose body guys. Sure. So they were already doing that when he got them. So that's the that's the thing. Just want to be clear on. Sure. So, but he, that's just another. He didn't force anyone to do it, right? But that's just another controversy he's been wrapped up in. Also, don't forget, this isn't the first time he stepped down from CEO position. Linda McMahon took over for quite a while, and then when she started doing her political career, he came back into the fold. It's this is it isn't unprecedented for him to step away, but this is the most. This is the most direct fire he's been in in a very long time. I will say that the WWE has, has has created a very fearful culture in the locker room, a very fearful, like, let me just, okay. I interviewed uh, Dan Reichard uh, a while back on my old YouTube channel. And Dan Reichard is a former video game journalist. Uh, he a video game personality on giantbomb.com. And then he also has been many, many years in the podcast game. He went to be 
um wwe one of wwe's podcast producers and he most notably did uh the new days podcast he left that company he left wwe recently and uh went on min max or he he had an interview on min max with uh ben henson hansen sorry and he has a quote that says there's a culture of fear there everyone is afraid to rock the boat because there is a long history of that company of certain people up top i bet you won't know who i'm talking about People get fired. People get fired on whims all the time. I survived a bunch of waves of massive layoffs. I had several waves of bosses and bosses of our bosses get laid off for two and a half years. The whole company lives in fear if you're not the top of the top. And sometimes with that goes, and this is again my opinion, I lay this out flat for everyone. There's a there's there's a Teflon there's a, there's a, there's a there's a invincibility factor when you are the top of that that chain you're the sitting in the throne. Vince McMahon has demonstrated that time and time and time and time again. It's eventually going to catch up to you, and this might be the one. I mean, it's possible, and and not to. Um take anything away from um, Mr. Riker or, or what he went through, but what he described again, sounds like pro wrestling, you know, now it's different in the WWE though. because now there's more than wrestling. Whereas before it was wrestling. Now, you know, uh, he, he's a, it's a publicly traded company with writers and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a monster now, you know, way more merch. You know, it's not just posters and T-shirts. It's it's there's way more going on now. So there's more positions outside of wrestling. But um, my understanding has always been like that's been the culture of pro wrestling. You have people trying to get someone else's spot. Everyone's scared. You don't want to mess up. If you're the golden boy up top, you feel safe. You can do whatever you want. You know, like you would hear stuff like that about guys like Shawn Michaels. But then the person that's in the mid card wants to do more, scared to ask for it, to get handed crappy gimmicks. They don't know what to do. But what made things different is when they killed off all their competition. Now you're afraid because there's nowhere else to go. Now, you know, we got AEW. But again, they can only take so much. I will say this, though. Like you're... I feel like you're right in one sense, but completely uh, bl- blind on one moment or one sense of it. And that is the fact that culture evolves, times evolve and things change. And I think that the fear, like the, what, what, what most people seem to be talking about, what most people seem to be reflecting on is a refusal to evolve in the culture of, of, of how an employment, uh, how a place of employment is. There is this there was this wave of unsettlingness amongst the women's division when it came to John Laurinaitis uh, coming back. From what I understand, when he came back and started doing what he's doing, his business practices were uh, archaic from what they from what they had said. And when the implication is, is just his his inappropriateness. I, obviously, I, now, I, now I, that's different. See that I, I didn't touch not, on that. I was just talking punished, about the is what fear. I'm saying. It's not punished, is what I'm saying. There is there is this this old school mentality that 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 never went away because a lot like I'm gonna get I'm gonna say this and and then move away from it as fast as I can. A lot like today's current political climate, there's a lot of old school way of thinking from people who have been there forever, and that sometimes does not evolve. 
in this case, the product, in this case, the working environment. It doesn't push it forward to be beneficial for the people who are new, the people who are coming on board. The, the, I mean, it's, it doesn't, it's not an equal playing field is what I'm saying. It's in very unequal playing field. And the fear that's being caused isn't like, oh, I got this new job. I'm afraid to screw up because I could lose my job. It's literally you're just watching people getting fired for sneezing. Don't forget, Vince McMahon will fire you for smiling. He'll fire you if you sneeze. That's not a current mentality of a working environment. Now, I had not heard that he fired anyone. I knew he hated it. And I knew that he hated himself when he sneezed because he couldn't stand the fact that he wasn't in control of his body. That's said, nuts. That's a crazy person. I mean, That's I, a crazy I, human I, I, I understand that, but I, I just want to clear up that I wasn't speaking um, in regards to people doing wrong and um, just, you know, that being accepted. I was just talking about the fear part of the worker in the pro wrestling business because they're all business. So the moment they see some someone better than you or better for the business, you're gone. So that turns into you trying to be easy to work with. Now, from being easy to work with, that's when you get that toxic culture of not telling or not holding people accountable or being afraid to hold people accountable because, um, and I don't want to bring up anything um, as to say that it occurred, because I don't know. But we all remember the stories that came out of, you know, a few wrestlers who said they were propositioned. And when they ran to Vince McMahon about it, he fired them. Don't know if that's true. You know, that's something that um, th there are allegations going around. Um, if that's going on, you know, that's something that can bring you down. But here's what's important. Just like you brought up, and I'm not going to stay on it either, the political climate, the voters control that. How much are you going to hold people accountable for certain things? Same thing with this business. If people continue to watch, people continue to buy tickets, nothing's going to change. Well, That's what say, needs to change. You can say the voters control that, but but let's be real here. Oftentimes there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of state level laws and things that are passed or, 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 or things that happen that, you know, executive orders for this or that there are, there are ways to still influence. If you're in those sort of positions of power, there are still ways to influence, um, you getting the result that you want, regardless of how much someone doesn't or does want something. For instance, just throwing this out there. There have been occasions in the past that, you know, we, we are not going to travel down this road. Popular votes for certain individuals have not meant anything because of things like uh, the the um, help me out here. Are we talking about electoral college? Electoral and, college. Thank you. My gerrymanderings. Brain... Yeah, yeah, there's there's stuff like that. But just well, let's, on, let, let, let's let's go. Though. Let's go down to a lower a lower level, though. Let's say you have a mayor who says he's going to do this, 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 this. And he's been the mayor for a long time and he doesn't do it. But people are comfortable. So they keep voting for him. I hear you what you're saying, and I know where you're going with this, but I, you, you said something earlier that I wanted to uh, get to the point of, and that was you said people control the votes. Well, no one has to buy tickets. Well, guess what? During the pandemic, no one bought a single ticket because watched. there was – but no one bought a single ticket, and they were in the lowest viewership they've ever been in, ever. Which was still Didn't, high, though. But it was still <laughs> the lowest for them that they've ever, ever had. It did not matter. They had the most profitable year yes. ever because much like those laws, much like those things that are passed, they were able – 
to do strike uh, strike deals like the Saudi Arabia deal, which so it made it so it didn't matter. They didn't and, have to sell and anything. They're, and they're on they networks. Like they, they have, but see, here's the thing: they have other ways of making money that are based on their profitability, and they had an excuse. There was COVID. So you have an excuse for all this stuff to be down. And they had the expectation that things are going to come back up once they're able to perform in their normal capacities. So what happens is, as long as there's going to be money made or as the expectation of money to be made, they're going to continue to get these deals. If everything just dropped, then they would get dropped by someone that they're they're making all of their money off of. And no, I'm not implying total control. Almost anything that can be said about anything, it's not in totality. It's just if all this shady stuff happens and you hear about it and then Raw comes to town and you buy a ticket, then it didn't matter. <laughs> no, you're you're not you have to say that you care with your pocket. Boycotts have always been a weapon. And, right. and no, that won't fix it. You know what I mean? But you you would you would at least, you know, show them that, hey, you know, that's not gonna necessarily fly. It's making it less popular. It's taking a hit. It's a publicly traded company. The stakeholders can demand certain changes. Right. But well, that's... you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put some pressure on them. They're not gonna put on pressure on themselves. They're just gonna pretend. You're just going to have somebody step down and put a puppet in place. Yeah, but this is this is different. And that's why that's what you're saying alludes to this where that this is why this is different from all these other scenarios. This is something that in record time, record time, the pressure was on like it went from bad to worse to it can't get any worse, but it probably will. We all know that John Laurinaitis is going to be a fall guy. He always has been. He always will. A lot of it gets, I mean, why do you think his name is included in the story anyway? I mean, obviously some, there's, there's again, fire with he smoke. Has culpability. Yeah. Well, this is no, interesting. All right. Wait, this, let me, let me is, back up. Allegedly. You have Keep to say going. allegedly. This is interesting though, because this caught a blaze so fast. The stocks went down. Uh, people were alerted. There's, there's. I question this though. I, I am I'm surprised at one thing. Overall, I mean, I'm. It's kind of sad to say I'm not surprised that Vince McMahon is in this scenario because we know what, what from his past that he has the capability to constantly put himself in this scenario. He's been really good about not uh, letting too much get out because, again, you mentioned that control culture. That is absolutely what it was in the past. But publicly traded, we're in a different world now. But with that being said, I am so surprised that the Fox executives were like. Yeah, go out in character on SmackDown and do this, this, and this. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell that you, man. Blows this blows my mind. This isn't the biggest. I don't think, I think it should be because I think it's worse. If this is true. All right, so the alleged um, damage that was done to uh, the former employee is worse than to me than people deciding that you know, taking a substance harmful to their body was worth a paycheck. Um, back in the day when the, the steroid thing happened, we didn't have the the worldwide media, the 24-hour news, you know, going for everything. And Twitter, we didn't have all the podcasts. And he was still wall-to-wall on TV. He thought he was going to prison. He was in legal trouble. His, his freedom was on the line. He was planning to hand the business over to Jeff Jarrett's dad. 
he he you know it, it was much worse then than it is now but you know what i'm hoping now is that the fact that it is publicly traded then if they were to push out the old man if he were to voluntarily step away to save the business because he's always what is it best for business if he learns that what's best for business is for him to go when you can topple him that sends a message to everybody else Mm -hmm. they did this to vince you know the guy who built all of this they did it to him that'll you know that that can make waves but we can't triple h comes back is this where is this where I, I don't know. Back? I don't want to say this and 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 you know not have it be true. So I'm just saying <laughs> this is what I think. I don't think he's in the the condition to do this. Honestly, I mean he's been back working and 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 I'm not sure. Honestly, you're right. I'm not sure. We can't speculate on his health, what he's capable of, what he isn't capable of. We don't know the relationship with like I mean, don't forget. When they let Stephanie go, they did everything in their power to trash her in the in the social media side of things, which I well, I thought was really weird. I do find I found that quote by the way. Stephanie McMahon said, um, and I'll read the whole thing real quick. It says, I love this company and I am committed to working with the independent directors to strengthen our culture and our company. Um, it is extremely important to me that we have a safe and collaborative workplace. I have committed to doing everything in my power to help the special committee complete its work, including marshal, or sorry, marshal, marshalling. I don't know. What the, okay. The cooperation and the entire company to assist in the completion of the investigation and to uh, implement its findings. I have pledged my complete cooperation to the investigation by the special mission. I would do. Um, I would do everything uh, possible to support the investigation. I've also pledged to accept the findings of the outcome. Oh, this is Vince McMahon. Sorry, this part is Vince McMahon's. I have pledged my co- complete cooperation to the investigation by the special committee, and I will do everything possible to support the investigation. I have also pledged to accept the findings and outcome of the investigation, whatever they are. So the first quote was Stephanie. Then the second quote was Vince McMahon. Um, it's weird. It, usually Vince outright comes out and says, not true. Didn't do it. I'm Vince McMahon. <laughs> you know, like this one's this one feels weird to me. Well, I mean... We, we've seen this kind of play out. We don't know how the, if it was, if, if this, this did occur, you know, how were payments made? Can things can be tracked? Were they careful or did he, did they think it was just, um, you know, the good old days it's over with, no one will believe you because we've seen many people come out with allegations in the past. Do we know if they were true? No. But what happened, they've gone on talk shows, they hire attorneys, he's got more money, he can, you know, crush them that way, they can't afford to to battle him, mm-hmm. or, you know, it may not have been true, I don't, you know, we, we don't know, but. Here's a, here's a good quote, Brandon Thurston, this, this, this goes hand in hand with what you just said throughout the entirety of this podcast so far, Brandon Thurston said, for any mainstream media reading today, there will be accountability in WWE and pro wrestling only if your organization take this as serious as any other subject and look past the surface, which media has almost always declined to do. And that's partly how we got here. I agree with that statement. Oh, because I didn't say it. See, that's messed up. My I didn't, feelings okay. are hurt. All right. Well, B- Biggs is going to have his moment. Let's let him. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I'm just glad you didn't use a soundboard my, to chime in the violin. But, today, um, <laughs> today is my tweet reading day for because this. I mean, most most journalists for wrestling come out on Twitter and say what they say. I'm, I'm trying to give as much credit to everyone that I possibly can. Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful.com said the last three weeks, double or nothing. Yep. MJF drama. Yep. Cody Rhodes injury, punk injury and the whole title situation surrounding that. Daniel Danielson injury, Orton injury, Jeff Hardy DUI, Sasha Banks rumors, Vince McMahon investigation, and Vince McMahon stepping down as CEO. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, it's and, insane. And, yeah, this is this is wild, and and it's I find it interesting. I hate to keep saying this because I know I'm an old man, but I always wonder what it would be like if we were to pick like you know like March of '87 and look at all the stuff that wrestlers got into back then. Sure. What when you know if the business as it existed back then wouldn't make it today at all. Rightfully so. Or like they would have to change. The culture would have to change really quick or it would be done in 6 months. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, it, so this it, is good. This is positive change again if they stand up and do what's right here. This is positive change. You know, look at it this if, way. If this happened, this all of this should come down. Look at it this way. If 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 we take 80s culture up till today, obviously that's that's kind of unfair because we can't just implant that to now because the, everything has to evolve through time. It can't just be like Oh yeah. It's like, I'm just, that's like it's saying entertaining. Like, I'm just making an entertaining I mean, comparison. Like you're reading that stuff off, and then I'm right. thinking in my mind, like, man, and this guy got caught for this and then did that a month later, and that guy imagine if we could read all of that. Yeah, imagine if, <laughs> if dinosaurs walked the earth, Jurassic Park happened, people died. No, 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 that, that's 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 <laughs> not the same thing though. I'm saying is, if you though, if you, if you that could that look culture into now, it would be like completely it's not, the like the what people do out here hasn't changed. The difference is now is you hear about everything. You what know I'm there has been is, no change in drug use and drinking, substance abuse. That was happening then. It's happening now. It'll be happening thirty years from now. I'm just the fact that like everything gets reported on now. Correct. I was just saying like if you could go back and look at it, it would be amazing if all of that information. You know, if we had the technology or so much stuff where you couldn't hide as much, I think change would have been affected a long time ago. Sure. I agree yeah. with that. I also think that there would be a lot more accountability, like you said. Um, there, like people like like wrestlers court that went away for a reason. Uh, and, and, and you've got you've got Undertaker out there saying stuff like, you know, we used to bring guns and knives to the back, you know, whatever like that. Yeah, that no culture. one was ever not guilty in wrestlers court, too. Yeah, so if you got so, brought in there, you're going to end up buying beer. Yeah, it was a guaranteed hazing, no matter what you did. It was, mm -hmm. it was, it could end very poorly. We don't know half the stories that could have come out of that. But with that being said, you do that to somebody today, you're in a lawsuit. You're in a lawsuit, or likely settling outside of the well, court. Well, well, no, because this is they do that in the NFL. Maybe not wrestlers' court, but they do things where they will bring the rookie in and you know, order a bunch of dumb stuff and then make them pay for it. And, you know, like th there, there's stuff like that that goes on and hazing is bullying, you know, if they, if they, you know, so that's not right. Um, But the business was also different back then too. I'm also you talking know? more about the stuff like you did something that we didn't like, so we're going to 
put you in a room and kick your ass for a minute. Like that's the stuff I'm talking about. That's the stuff that happened a lot back in the day. People got their, their, they got, they got beat up. They got beat up in the locker room there. You, you, you hear stories and the most, like the last time I ever heard about stuff like that, like the Miz came close to when he first got in the WWE, he came close to getting beat up a lot, but I don't think he really the, did. Those were the throw. I, I think that, and, and you may disagree with me and I'm interested in hearing your take on this. I think that that might be a throwback of a different era of wrestling where again, it was like a believable thing and they brought in people who um, were believable characters. And the, the reason a lot of them were believable characters is because they were legit tough guys who were honorary. You know, the Rick Rudes and, you know, um, Hawks and animals and, you know, the Minnesota guys and the the Stan Hansons and the, the Bruiser Brody, you know, like you had all these guys who were really gruff, aggressive guys in real life. And that's what made them believable when they portrayed that, you know, in front of the audience they don't turn that off. Yeah. And so, it should have been checked, but it wasn't, you know, which because is they why, were successful. Which is why in today's culture, someone like that, they, they, there are people like that that I'm sure do exist, but they're, 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 for lack of better terms, they're on a leash to a degree because if they do do things like that, a story coming out today about uh, any wrestler getting beat up in the back by any other wrestler because they said or did the wrong thing. Someone's losing their job. Someone's getting fired, could be charged with assault. You know what I mean? There's so many other things now. Yeah, and I don't think that person would excel completely today anyway. Because but here's, again, the, here's the fear culture part of it. The person that speaks out, though probably not going to lose their job because that would bring a whole other, other litigation against the company, WWE. It's what we're fictitiously talking about in this one. But like... The fear culture is I can't speak out because I'll be in the 24-7 picture or I'll be sitting in catering forever and not being able to do my job and do what I love to do. That's the fear culture that needs to go away. Oh, I agree. I mean, you know, we, we see that in the corporate world. You see some things that are wrong and you're afraid to say something about it because there could be repercussions and there likely will be. You know, I get it. And I'm I'm totally against that. Um, and, and the point I was about to make is I don't think that that person that I was describing from yesteryear would make it today anyway, because today is less about trying to make people believe if you see this guy in the street, he might attack you. It's more about just being uh, I'm not saying just being because that's like I'm saying it's less. It's different. You're you're trying to just be you're trying to be an entertaining character on a television show. All right. So it, you need, you're, you're looking for better actors. You don't need to have the person that's really like that. You don't need someone who's going to walk up and down the street, like the fiend. You need someone that can play that on TV. And, yeah, for sure. And, and that because you're not getting real fiends, you won't have to worry about real fiend behavior. <laughs> not that, you know, I'm not well, saying anything against that. Bray Wyatt. I just <laughs> use that as an example. I love Bray Wyatt. I love the character. It's just, we don't, we don't need to have, you know, the tough West Texan that doesn't care anything about you. And when you see him out in the bar, he's the exact same guy that they have him on TV because that's how he is. They don't need that anymore. You know, you know, it's funny that it's funny you said that because in, in, in retrospect, when I'm thinking about it, um, the person who who literally the, the one person that comes to mind, the crash culture from the past who got caught up in the present is mm -hmm. JBL. Yep. 
that's you were yeah. thinking the same thing, weren't you? Well, see, because there's him. Like, I mean, when you you watch in shoot interviews now, you see guys like Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen looks like a sweet grandfather, and it's weird listening to him. <laughs> I saw Stan Hansen in in the Capitol Center. He was terrifying. That's not like I'm like that. Nah. I wouldn't even believe that, you know, but, um, but yeah, yeah. JBL, you had these guys, they were big, tough, rough guys yep. and they backed it up because that's what they used to want out of characters like that. If you saw them in the street, they we'll could back up their character on. Yeah. Well, that's why they say Vince Russo. That was the worst idea <laughs> in pro wrestling because you destroy, look how many people he destroyed. How tough. Yeah. I mean, you bring in Doctor Death, and then he goes. <laughs> that was that was dumb. Yeah, that but ruined anyway, his career. It um, did. But but he was a bully. I mean, look at what he did to the Blue Meanie. Like that's 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 assault on camera. Yeah, and that <laughs> stuff used to happen. They say back in the day when you picked a world champion, you could have a great worker. But back in the day, they wanted actual shooters because some people would want to go in for business go into business for themselves if they could hold your shoulders down and you get the three count in front of the crowd you're the champion now they got a book around you yeah. so you wanted someone who could actually shoot in there to be able to, to de defend them completely and, yeah i understand and, yeah, and, and people used to take shots at people in the ring all the time. You watch the shoot interviews, you know, Ahmed Johnson and Farouk. Yeah, and I, you know, I gave him a receipt and stuff like that. Like, that's not how you handle things. Yeah. But that was the old school way of handling things. People make mistakes. You know, Ryan, um, Rhino, not Rhino, uh, Ryback messes up. CM Punk goes backstage and, and talks to him. That's what you do. You don't. Oh, he he dropped me wrong. All right, you just wait. The next time, you know, he he he's not expecting it. I'm gonna kick him in the head. That's not how you do stuff. You know, this these are people trying to get home to their families. We know it's a performance, guys. Let's calm down. Or I you, know people are gonna get hot, and if you know, someone messes up, they're gonna want to hit them back. What were you saying? You do the instant receipt. I was thinking uh, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, where Strowman need him in the face, and Lesnar said no, and he just punched him yeah, in the gut. Now, now see, the here's head. the thing: like you get why he did it, but you—that's not how you should handle that. It's not because he didn't do not. it on purpose. You know what I mean? It was an accident, so you don't get to just drill like nah. I mean, and, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, you know, y'all are talking soft, but I mean, nah. You, we, I don't care. I'm that. all for. I'm all for. You can say I'm talking soft. I don't. I don't give a damn about it because. The culture needs to change. Like the the backstage fear culture in WWE needs to change. Wrestling in general. Like I'm 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 happy to hear positive stories. Like you don't you don't I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking AEW has more positive and negative, but more more of the more of the negative about AEW is is the creative because it's all one man. Now WWE is too, but at least they have writers. But what I was thinking about it was uh, when we were talking earlier, man. stepping stepping up and saying anything against any sort of fear or, or abuse or anything is hard to do when you're a performer. But if you're a writer, if you're a non on screen personality in the company, you might as well forget it. You are the most replaceable human being that's ever existed. And that's yeah, see, the, the problem. It's, and and it's, it's good. That's being brought to the forefront because you know, it's not just, you know, WWE, that's the corporate world. We see stuff all the time. You, anyone who has a job like that sees the person that's a little too flirtatious or makes the joke they shouldn't make. And, or, you know, sometimes they're too touchy, but people are afraid to say anything because they don't want to lose their job. 
And people can say, oh, they have protections in there. But you know what happens when you tell on, a, on someone, you know, maybe you work there another six weeks and they find some crazy reason to fire you. Yep. Then you go for a job somewhere else, but you're the person that talks. So yep. now you can't, you know, uh, get a job anywhere else where they, they heard about what happened. That's a horrible thing and it needs to go away altogether. And if WWE is the company that... Um, has to bring on that change. You know, I'm all for it. I love WWE, been a fan since I was a little kid. But if this is going on, if that actually happened the way it's being reported, I mean, come on, we got there's got to be changes. Can't I will let say, that happen. I will say the best part about this whole thing is the fact that one of the things that needs to change is I hate, hate, hate the words internal investigation because you're not going to find your own company at fault unless you do something minor and then like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll fix that. We'll do whatever. Yeah, I always like I'm, watching that. Like you see something happen yeah. like, you know, in the news and they'll say, oh, and they conducted an, invest, an internal investigation and found no wrongdoing. Oh, you investigated yourself yeah, and found that nothing. you did <laughs> nothing wrong. Who's doing <laughs> the investigation? Oh, the person that was accused. <laughs> yes. So I think that this... I think that that's like you being a judge in your own murder trial, but um, it's it, it, it's it's crazy. But but let's 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 think about it like this, though. At least in this scenario, and I think we should end on this because we're not going to get to the other information next week. Washington have a special guest, uh, Brad from Cut the Bill, will be joining us on uh, Wednesday, so I'm excited about that. But let's close with this and say thank goodness there's a third party investigation going on into it. And that everyone has at least publicly said that they will be cooperating. I, I hope that that is. I hope nothing's wrong. I hope nothing happened. Allegedly, I will say this is very, very, very bad. <laughs> yes. But I do hope that nothing happened. You know what um, I hope? No. You know? What? No, 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 no. I don't know how to feel about this now. You know, I love WWE and I hate to think that someone went through that, but I also hate to think that someone would make up something like this and take credibility away from someone who may want to stand up and say something in the future and now fear they might not be believed because someone cried wolf. So I don't know where to fall on this. I just hope we don't. That That's something, the answer. We don't fall until we know. Yeah, but I'm falling. All right, stop. <laughs> can't you can't you just told me at the beginning of the podcast that you starfish naked and look at your ceiling don't sing to me why are we living in the past <laughs> listen we this story will develop and there'll be more to come from the double dq podcast we'll get some more thoughts and opinions coming up on wednesday i apologize for the weird posting time of this but you can't the news can't wait i'm glad that we actually did not do this podcast yesterday because we would not have had the uh, including uh, moments of Vince McMahon stepping down. I don't know what's going to happen next. If we feel the emergency need for more, we'll we'll come back before Wednesday. But uh, <laughs> goodness, I guess uh, exciting times. I'm exciting is a word. That's definitely a word. If you have thoughts and opinions on this, please don't hesitate to email us at doubledqpodcast at gmail.com. That's doubledqpodcast at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. We still have not gotten any user emails. We hope that you will in the coming days. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about uh, Biggs and the uh, TMI information he gave us earlier and, uh, and how you feel about living in the past. And this is why emotionally I'm afraid to share. Yeah, let's keep that going. Oh, we... <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. It's been fun, and I can't wait to see how this whole thing rolls out. Um, 
you know, I just hope the right thing happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be back with more. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. All right. But later, guys.